this is what you've brought me to, Charlie. Oh, this is just the preamble. We're not even in the real podcast I know. yet. This is what you've brought me into. This is the kind of humor we strive for. <laughs> Erroneous at best. Oh. You. You got any weird you want to pimp? Weird? We just talked about curating vape videos and 40 videos and the dude burning his mouth with fucking. What, what, what do you call it? The it's Cheeto. Mac and, and Cheeto or something. A Mac Cheeto and Mac? Cheeto. Like. Oh, God. Like, you know what? At the same time, I can see that happening because that's like a stoner's dream. Like, you know, actually, we'll, we'll go into a story. A long time ago, I was under the influence of a certain natural remedy. An herbal substance, An herbal substance will. I will not identify. But this was years and years ago. Uh, my buddies and I were really hungry. We wanted some Taco Bell. So we're like, you know what? Let's go to the Taco Bell. Unfortunately, we were not of age and we didn't have a license or a car. All those factors you need to drive. Important <laughs> details. Yeah, I mean, minor details, but still very important. What's keeping us from driving? Well, a car, a license, knowing how, and the fact we're not in our <laughs> right minds. Oh, so literally every reason possible aside <laughs> for not having feet. Yeah, so we decided to walk through the drive-thru, and we stood in line. Like, you you know, we queued up. Like, the, the Brits would be proud. It's a proper queue. Yeah. And so we stood in line, and then we were standing in front of the drive-through order thing, like the 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 the, bo- the speaker box, and we didn't hear anything. So we're like, maybe they don't think there's a car out here. So we started to go brum 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 to pretend to be a fucking car. And after that didn't work, we walked up to the window, and they're like, yeah, hey, we can't serve you. And so we went for the honesty approach, and I was like, look, we're stoned, and we're hungry. Give us that taco and burrito pack and we will give you like a five dollar tip we got our fucking taco and burrito pack and and we stayed in formation like that we were in a car like two people in the front, to, yeah one person in the back that's why they served you it you was, were in the correct order <laughs> you know what we may not have had a car but we were fucking committed to experiencing the drive-thru that is the important part of the story yeah, yeah you have to stay committed to the bit that's the only reason you got served oh it was great the guy laughed and he's like you know what i can't even be mad. <laughs> and we gave him the five dollar tip, and we went on our way. Hello, and welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, episode twenty-one. Jeff's out, so we have a special guest, Alex of uh, Something Wicked Studios. Woo woo! Fame. Is, this, uh, is that a thing there. we can say yet? I'm getting there. As always, I'm Charlie, and you're listening to the Wicked Awesome Cast, the official podcast of Something Wicked Studios. You're in for a weird one this week because I, stuff is happening at an alarming rate for being the summer where no video game shit happens. And, well, yeah. To get us going, though, how, is, how have you been, Alex? I, I've, I've been good. Can't complain. Life has been well. Um, it's nice for you to let me out of the closet. In my dungeon, to you know, after the post E three, I, I was locked away for a couple YouTube videos. But despite now, despite being in videos, yeah, despite being in videos, I, I've I finally have come out and I'm here doing the podcast, which is great. So, you been playing anything fun lately? Or are you kind of enjoying the summer doldrums that are um, video game listeners working on? Some yeah, backlog? I actually I have been uh, playing recently. I've been kind of going about. <laughs> Get it? Oh God, you're punnier than Jeff is. Yes. But yeah, um, other than that, I'm pretty much just getting ready for World of Warcraft, the new Legion expansion. Uh, what else do I have on my plate? Uh, Overwatch still kind of in and out. I haven't been playing as much as I used to recently, but... There's an important one you're forgetting. What? 
Destiny's coming. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I, th- yeah, I'm actually getting leveled up. I never, I haven't, you know, I got a PS4. Thank you, Charlie. I converted one to the corp. Yeah. So I, um, I'm getting set up with Destiny. So that'll be happening soon. But um, I look forward to doing Rise of Iron with you when yes, it comes out. Uh, exploring Destiny season two a year later is happening. Yeah. Somehow I tricked someone into playing with me. But yeah, I guess on my end of the spectrum, it's been a surprisingly boring week since last week. Um, Jeff's off dying of the sun because really, why would he go to someplace like the Bahamas where the sun is closer to him and therefore has easier access to his vampire-like body? But but does like even from the video when you when we were doing the post E three thing, he already looks like he's sunburned. He's gonna go up a couple shades of red for your normal video podcasts I, and all that. Yes, he, he had the nickname Lobster Boy back in high school a couple weeks out of the year. So what? and it was like in January, the sun was like, "I'm back," and he's like, "No, <laughs> where's my white paint so I can't burn?" Oh, that's terrible. Poor he guy. is the origin of the horrible joke: the Irish need a burka system. Oh God, <laughs> for their safety. Oh, well, but, you know, I'm not Jeff, but I'm glad to be here. Yeah, no, the the backlog I've been playing through is still playing lots of Persona. I have or Persona 4. I've hit the point I always get to whenever I play that game, which is fun because I'm now actually into new stuff. Ever played any of the Persona games? Um, no, I have not, unfortunately. I'm sure really I will at some for, point. Really excited for Persona 5. I'm curious what a 100-hour RPG is like on the PS4. Mm. <laughs> I haven't played one of those in a while. It's on a new console. So, yeah. I've also been playing God Eater lately, which is a choice I'm not sure how I feel about. I, it's You're a person I victimized with a bad Monster Hunter clone. This is a faster, like more ridiculous Monster Hunter clone. You can like ah. phase shift your sword into a gun and a shield. It's... I... I I'm sure Monster Hunter purists are like, oh, it's God Eater, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a fan of it because it's faster. It's not like Devil May Cry fast, but it's like most other video games fast at least, which is saying yeah. something, sadly. No, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, the, to be honest with you, like, there's not a lot that catches my attention as far as recently, as far as game goes. No, like, it's the summer. Games, yeah. games are terrible. I, we're going to talk about the game we've both been playing at nauseum later, so... yeah. Like, so. we're not even going to... We've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. Yes. We'll get yes, to we that have. later. Yes. Hell, that, I guess going right into it. So uh, we were, we were going kind to of, kind of touch on Pokemon Go this week in the news. And news about Pokemon Go before we dive into it as the major topic later is Pokemon Go is fucking everywhere. It is. It more, is ridiculous. More on that to come once we actually get through normal news. Um... So I guess in kind of the more one-offy stuff, No Man's Sky is just six gigs on disk somehow. Yeah, I heard about the, that. The they just joys got... of procedure-generated content, I guess. Yep. I am really looking forward to that game's release so I can watch the internet explode a little bit because I think the hype train for that game is dangerous. Really? Well, you know, I've, I've, I haven't really read too much on it. I've heard things here and there, obviously... So a couple people in the uh, Extra Life Guild are, you know, Connor, for example, talks a lot about it yeah. and, you know, all this other stuff. And so I hear little tidbits here and there. And then I heard there's not really a lot of multiplayer, which immediately made me lose there interest. There isn't actually multiplayer. There isn't? Uh, at least uh, well, that's what right I heard there now, isn't. There yeah. isn't. There's some overlap. Like planets will show up if someone else has discovered them first. But yeah. you can't actually. It's not Eve. It's not um, Eve Valkyrie. It's not, oh, God, what's it called? Elite Danger. It's not Star Citizen. Like, it's really technically a 
single-player game in the weirdest way. Yeah, so for me, it's like, eh. Like, don't get me wrong, I like single-player games, but I, I will play one if it's got some sort of story or some sort yeah. of follow-through, some plot. Like, I'm a huge fan of the, you know, Metal Gear Solid games. No, it's, Some of the Final Fantasy games. It's not but either of us knocking single-player. No, no, not a, at all. It's just like No Man's Sky. I, I, I think... It's interesting because you know you hear about it as far as what it does, like I, like whatever I've no, heard. That's the thing. If you go on to exactly what they've told you, mm-hmm. I'm not interested. What other people think that game is, though, that's a cool game. What, yeah. what they think it is, I'm like, okay, I could be down for that. But again, the developer for that game has been real, not spotty, but cagey about saying exactly what that game is. Yeah, and I look forward to the week that game comes out because. I suspect a lot of people may be disappointed. And this is a game that they were like were th- sending people death threats over the delay. From, That's right. I heard about I that. Yeah, it was June to August. Like it's like goddamn people. Like uh, we've talked about. We talked about kind of the hype train issues. When we talked about Overwatch. Like I think this game's hype train is just so far out of control. It could be a real fun news story when that game comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Overwatch, though, they got a new character. Or she's not out yet, is she? Or she, um, I, I she's I, announced. She's announced. I don't know if because I haven't played this last week when yeah, they announced it. Her name but, is Anna. Uh, she's a heel sniper. She's Farah's yes. mom. She is the most Destiny ass looking. Um, she is Overwatch character. She designed. is. And here's the thing: she has so much stuff in her fucking toolkit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So she's got a sl- uh, like a stun. She ha- she can heal with sniper bullets. And she also makes it, well, she also can increase the damage that, no, no, she doesn't t- take the increase the damage that enemies take. She increases friendly she damage. Boosts friendly. She boosts yeah, friendly damage. Yeah. And it, also blocks healing. Like, yeah. there's so much stuff in her kit. There's, that is a, I'm curious what the reaction to her is, but mostly it was I'm looking at the trailer for it and I'm like, that's the most Destiny-ass Overwatch character yeah. ever. Like, that's I, a hunter. I would not be, you know, this is interesting. I would not, considering it's Blizzard, absolutely not surprised their first champion sounds stupid overpowered. Because they had that issue with uh, WoW when they released Death Knights. They were like, well, this is our first champion, new character, or new class. We're going to make it good. And then Death Knights (laughs) were stupid fucking broken. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see. She's going to, like, based off what I've seen and what I've heard, she's going to get nerfed. No, it's, it's, I think she has to is the real answer. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... I, me and Jeff have talked at nausea about the fact that I'm pretty sure... Uh, I'm not convinced we'll actually be talking about Overwatch in a year mm-hmm. the way we are now, like, if at all kind of thing. Like, I think it's... It'll be curious to see what her integration is like. And the reality is, a bad um, roster update mm-hmm. can sink a game just as fast as a lack of roster updates. Yeah. Like, if every single update is a busted piece of shit that they yeah. have to spend months fixing before they can implement a new one, that's just as grating as, hey, we have nothing new to play. Because it's like, well, things are fucked. Everyone's playing the same character. And if that thing's like a Widowmaker DPS possibility with a actual healing viability, yeah. that could just fuck that game's meta and entertaining ways for me. Here's the thing. So far, all their patches and fixes have actually been minimal and really good. Like, they've been well taken in by the community. Like, one of the first, like, fixes or patches to kind of balance things out was a McCree nerf and also a, not necessarily a nerf, but kind of a, if if you're skilled, it's 
uh, it's a buff in a way. Sure. Because, like, for example, for McCree, it was a stun nerf. And also, well, not, I don't know if it was a stun nerf. Actually, it was, the, it was a nerf to the fan of hammer ability, where he does the quick stick shots yeah. with the right click. Um, and then the other thing they nerfed was Widowmaker. Her body shots do less damage, but they changed, the per- like, I guess, the amount of damage the headshots do. So, in a way, it comes out to about the same. So, it rewards skillful players, but nerfs, like, people who are going for body shots only. Sure. So, that was, like, their first patch, which was good. Um, there's still some characters people were complaining about, like Diva um, and Zenyatta. Zenyatta, in particular, who actually they had their first big tournament, did not get picked by any of the teams. Doesn't surprise me. Like it, the, the thing was, uh, Zenyatta was really good during the beta, and then a because uh, Zenyatta's two things: he has the, the Discord Orb and the Harmony Orb. Sure. So. You throw the Harmony Orb, it stays. Before now, it's three seconds for each one: Discord and Harmony. Before you throw the Orb, it stayed on the player. So you could throw it on a tank, and then that would totally fuck the other I enemy kinda team. I kind of wish he still did that. Like that, a would... lot of people do. Like people feel that like they took away so much from him, and they didn't really balance it out because he also has the lowest health pool of any character in the game. Of all the support heal characters, he has the lowest health pool and no escape. Mercy has the fly off ability. Yeah, you know Lucio is dodgy and quick as hell and does and all he that stuff. Can kind of mix it up in a fight. So. Yeah, yeah, in a way he does. Yeah. Zenyatta really doesn't bring anything up to the table, and his ultimate is counterproductive to the style he plays. He's definitely, you know, play in the back, toss stuff out, toss, yeah. toss your heels. But his ultimate is get right in the front and heal and yeah. support everybody. So it's it's really counterproductive. They've already mentioned that he's going to be addressed. So I, their patches, as far as their healing stuff, or not healing, but like their balancing stuff, has been really good. I haven't heard too many complaints. Like the new Diva update is really good. Um, obviously they're still looking at Zenyatta, like I mentioned. Sure. Um, but this is their first character release. So this will be one of their big, like, oh shit, is it a new DK 2.0 or is it, well, they released it. It's a little underpowered. We can tweak from here. Like they've been doing with, uh, newer characters like World of Warcraft, what they did with the monks where they no, were yeah, I'm, like, mm. I'm curious to see where it goes. It's as much as I'm not a fan of Overwatch at the end of the day at this point, I don't want it to sink into the ocean. Yeah, no, but of course. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, that game needs a story mode, is the comment I always have. Like, it's given that they've chosen to advertise it. Like, we've done this conversation before. You, you yeah. sadly weren't here for it, but yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so far it's, it's good. Yeah, <coughs> 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 that's been bothering me for a second. <laughs> All right, so I'm uh, moving on to some other quick things. Um, you an Arkham fan at all? Arkham, like Arkham Knight and stuff like that. The Batman eh, games. I mean, the first one was kind of cool, and after that, I kind of just fell off. I like the story. I will admit, yeah. I do like the story because I like the Batman comics no, and lore. So, and all that. I guess the news on that topic is no surprise to anyone. The um, return to Arkham collection of the first two games of the Uprez has been now delayed till November. Mm-hmm. I I think after the disaster was the Arkham Knight release on PC. Oh yeah, I heard that was a. Hey, it was wreck. a nightmare. I think someone said, hey, um, maybe we should make sure this shit works. Mm-hmm. I, that, that'd be my guess anyway. But yeah, that's been pushed that, you back. Know, that's actually a pretty good valid point from like quality control over at... Uh, is it Warner Brothers who's... Well, Warner Brothers is the publisher, but is it Rock City that... Per- yes. Okay. But I don't think they necessarily did the PC localizations. So okay. I don't know is well, the answer. I'm on the fuck WB bandwagon when it comes to PC games because earlier this year, actually, was it earlier this year? Yeah, with uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat X. Yeah, yeah they announced Mortal Kombat XL, the new combat pack. I was excited to buy Mortal Kombat X on PC. Love it. I'm a big PC gamer. Like, you know, we've talked yeah. about this before. And then they decided to basically bend us over and say, well, we know you bought it for PC, but tough shit. 
Yeah, I, I wasn't totally surprised by that given all the issues they'd had with it. Like, weirdly, Warner Brothers games have a bad track record with <sighs> PC stuff, but I wanted to yeah. believe. I wanted to believe, and WB bent me over. But then again, yeah. considering how bad Batman vs Superman was, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, so moving on from that. You can now officially play Red Dead Redemption on the X. Uh, Red Dead Redemption on the X Bone. Yeah, it's part of the backwards compatibility. Unlike mm-hmm. last time, where it was a glitch. This is officially unveiled. That's mm-hmm. great. Apparently, it runs better, which no real surprise, but still cool. Yeah, hoping it makes its way to the PC at some point, but that's not ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Evolve on PC is now free to play. That's yeah. the smartest move that company's made with that game. Ever? <laughs> well, they did evolve their market reach. Boo. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think when that came out, I was surprised it wasn't free-to-play, just given the nature of how it worked. Like, it definitely yeah. seemed to be going after the, hey, we're like League, we're kind of a MOBA, and how many characters we have. They bring stuff to the table. I have not touched it. Uh, so for those unfamiliar with other content on the channel, Evolve is the recipient of the 2015 Evolve Award because it was so disappointing we thought it came out in 2014. (laughs) (laughs) It was deemed our most disappointing game of 2015, so much so we thought it came out a year prior. Oh, I remember the hype. I remember seeing it. No, and that's... When when Overwatch hit the same levels of people were like, this is going to be the shit, I was kind of banging the drum of, everyone remember Evolve, a game that was so bad... (laughs) Not necessarily bad, but so disappointing. We thought it came. I thought it came out a year prior because it was like, "Ha!" shoved to the back of my mind. Oh but yeah. Yes, as the holder of the Evolve Award, Evolve is ouch, I'm, ouch. Yeah, a new recipient in 2016 will, re- will receive the Evolve Award. But yeah, I, I think it's a smart move on their part. It's and, and to their credit. They've done a bunch of stuff to the game. There's a bunch of skins mm-hmm. and stuff you can unlock if you purchase the game already. You have a Founders Pack status, which is great, but you're still playing Evolved. So. Yeah. It's like we put a bow tie on shit, but at the end of the day, it's still shit. No, that's the issue. I don't think I don't think Evolve is necessarily a bad thing. I think the way they went about it initially yeah, well, was ill-conceived. I mean. like, no, I mean, like, the hype was great. I remember yeah. hearing the hype. Like, I remember seeing it at E3, they were going for this big esports push. I, I think that's the, I think we learned the lesson finally, at least in the general spectrum, on you can't push an esport angle. It either happens or it doesn't. Yeah. You can't just straight up make an esport at the end of the day. Yeah. You can make one with esports in mind, like Blizzard does with everything they do at this point, but... The reality is, if Overwatch wasn't catching the way it has, they'd find ways of making it fun so that weren't the super competitive modes and stuff yeah. like that. You can't go full fetch with a game. Yeah, no, it, it, exactly. Yeah. Shout uh, out to Mean on. Girls. <laughs> Boo. I'm moving on from that. There will be no Xbox briefing at Gamescom. Instead, they're doing a fan event conference thing instead. Why is this noteworthy? Because Microsoft has generally kind of done a press conference at Gamescom. It's normally a big part of the show, so... Well, see, I, th- I think with that, I mean, Xbox did such a good job, I think, at E3 this year that they didn't really need to follow up with anything else. I think they... I... And, and, I mean, to be honest, right now, there's a lot of the consoles are in a dry spell as, like... Yeah. Because they already announced all the new console stuff coming out, so there's we've hit that wave of, like... Po- near end of life for the current gen consoles? I really hope that's not true because we're only in like a fourth year of them. 
Well, I I think they're just trying to roll out a newer one. Maybe, are, maybe, yeah. Know. I I don't know. I, I think it's. It, was it winter is coming for console for this generation of consoles? I don't think. I think that's a too pessimistic view on it. I think they have to start doing more of the Scorpio and talk. Like they they have a new update to the X Bone coming out, so yeah, I think they have to talk about that yeah. some. And they do have a, a chunk of games coming out this fall, early winter, yeah, whatever no, they, that time period. Good wave is. of stuff coming they out. Got yeah. Stuff coming, but yeah, I I, I don't know. I. I personally felt their E3 was kind of light at the end of the day, but mm-hmm. if they're doing this so soon afterwards, it kind of makes sense because um, Sony will have the um, PlayStation Experience events at some point this year. Where they'll kind of do their second half of the year. Yeah. Hey, here's what's coming update. So I I think it makes a lot of sense. I'm curious to see what happens. I'm sure they'll be missed at Gamescom a little bit. Yeah, and I swear to God, if you make me watch another Sony conference with that 15, 20 minutes of cringe, I will choke you. I It's not intentional. I will, I will choke you with all the vape. Fair, <laughs> fair. I kind of deserve it for that one. Um, Nintendo's announcing a um, mini s- n- Nintendo preloaded with thirty games. It yes. costs sixty bucks. Yes, I saw that, and that that's hype train status. I've okay. So here's the thing. I I looked at it and said that's neat, and then I read the fine print and went, "That's horseshit." It's you can't update it. It's only, it only will ever contain. Wait, 30, you can't update it. It only it oh, comes with thirty games. Noise. It is essentially one of those bullshit. You go to Target and buy the joystick style things. Oh, fuck and that noise! I got excited initially. Was it looked on the at least on the front of it looked like it might take normal Nintendo plugs? No, for, it takes Wii U compatible things. Yep. And it, it's neat. I, I'm sure it, it definitely appeals to a certain crowd out there. The fact that sixty bucks is real nice. It's got a nice retro look to it. Yeah. It literally looking at it makes my brain go, oh, look at the cute little Nintendo console. But I, as someone who owns a Retron, which means I can get access to any Nintendo game I want, courtesy of um, either buying them or nefarious need, uh, needs or mm-hmm. means, I, I don't get why they're just not adding this as a module to the Wii U and the Wii. Like that... That would make more sense to me than, like, sell it as a $60 game for the Wii U and the Wii, specifically the Wii U, yeah. and sell the controllers. It's like, hey, you can do this now. Yeah. And, like, I mean, if we're talking nefarious means, you can do something with a Raspberry Pi. That's yeah. I, I, My friend actually linked me that when I posted about the article, and I was like, nostalgia, nostalgia intensifies, and I was all happy about it. He's yeah. like, dude, you can do that with a Raspberry Pi and so it, have an unlimited library. I think the best joke I saw about it was someone, like, posted a comic where it's like, so it's like, man, Nintendo, we should release a bunch of retro con- uh, bunch of retro games on like a mini console of some kind. That'll never work. Pokemon Go comes out. Help, we're drowning in this room of nostalgia money. Release the <laughs> Nintendo Mini so we can build a room to not drown in. Like it, it very much feels like someone finally got through Nintendo and said, there's a bunch of fanboys out there that will just buy this. Oh, yeah. And it will sell. Like without a doubt, that that's I, it's uh, here's the thing, like it's 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 a small little console. It's cool, but yeah. the thing is, it's only sixty. Only bucks. sixty. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. The only sixty angle. Yeah. is a seller. Sixty bucks, boom. And then, you know what? I can't wait till somebody hacks the thing, because um, I would not be surprised if it's hackable later on. Um, I could actually imagine it's running something far more robust than it needs to be. Like I. I there's been enough weird retro console stuff happening in the last couple of years. Yeah, it's very. I think it's very possible that thing's actually a weird 
Wii U at the end of the day. Like it's mm. it's got maybe the, it's got like a bastardized version of a Wii's operating system in there or mm. something. Like and and that's the infuriating part for me. Like they're not making a mini Super Nintendo a mini Nintendo because it takes a Wii U plug. Meaning it does it, it does HDMI. It's got all that other stuff going on for yeah. it. Meaning it's a modern ass console at this yeah. point. It's not it's not a module for further things. It's really I, what's it what's it called? Like a Star Games. Or Crazy Jerry, it's like you take it home, Atari stick, you plug into your TV, and it's like, hey, you can play games on this. Like, yeah, it's a better version of that. And there's nothing wrong with that necessarily, but I think people are going like, OMG, it's the thing. Like, you didn't even know you couldn't update the games on it. Only will ever have yeah, I didn't know. the games it comes with. And that's cool and all, but for 60 bucks, yeah, that's not bad at no, all. No, it's not. And there's some decent games on there, too. Yeah. Like, if you're not savvy in a sense to find other means. It'll, That's perfect. It'll be $60? a fantastic holiday present for a bunch yeah, of people. People spend more money on coffee in a month. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it. I got mixed reaction. It feels very money grabby, but at the same time, too, it's not a bad thing. It's yeah. a cute little device that I'm sure will sell well, and some people have probably in some way been asking for it at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Moving on to more important news. Naruto Online's coming to the West on PC. Wait, what? Naruto Online. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's coming. <gasps> coming to PC. When? I don't know. I We are doing a Let's Play or an Hour One, whatever show you want me to do for Naruto. <laughs> I will be that, and I will fucking dress up. We will, we'll I, I was kind of hoping Jeff was... I, I was kind of babysitting this for Jeff. I'm glad I gave it to you. Are you actually a fan of the Naruto I games? I am. I followed the whole... like. Here, okay, I followed the anime for a while, and then I started reading the manga because the anime was going too slow. And I finished the entire series in, in, in manga or as some of the like purest, the manga form. July 20th, it is available. So, so I, like in a few days? Are like you fucking kidding days. me? Um, Oasis Games said the game will be coming July 20th. It's officially Bandai Namco, blah, 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 blah. I'm assuming it's coming to Steam, but I could be wrong about so that. is it like an MMO, or what is it's it? It's an MMO. It's the Naruto MMO. Oh, my God. The fucking hype train has no brakes right now. I don't know how it works, because I did zero research into it. I'm going to Google the shit out of this My tonight. guess is it might be kind of a hero brawler kind of thing, uh -huh. but I honestly do not know, and... The screenshots for this game do nothing except confuse me more because half of them look like point-and-click adventures. I Oh, God, I hope it's not point-and-click. In which I case, don't know. It's, it, it's got some combat screens, though, too. But we will see, I guess. Um, coming to something Wicked Studios, apparently. Didn't realize that was going to be a thing. I, let me look into it because I don't want to be... I don't want to be uh, Job from Arrested Development and immediately just having, like, Hello, Darkness, my old friend, my old friend playing in the background. For well, me. that's the correct reaction to have to Naruto at this point. Whoa, 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 whoa. Filler arc. They're not in filler arc. They're doing a whole story with his son now. No, the Boruto. They're still in the 100-episode uh, filler arc. But it was great filler. Things that cannot be forgiven. Great filler. Whatever. We're moving on. <laughs> um, there's a new Persona 5 clock available. Um, what that means is there's a website that's counting down to some reveal uh, for more Persona 5 information. Um... As dickish as I find these things, I also find them kind of weirdly endearing, where it's like, hey, it's a digital clock counting down to a video, probably. You're intrigued, aren't you? Yes. It's artificial hype building. That's yeah. all it is. No, it's, I, I find the fact that Persona still insists on doing this for their games, it's it's dumb and fun in the right way I kind of want for the, that franchise. Yeah. Not much more to it. Um, 
Star Citizen gave a backer a 2,550 refund. So, and your eye racing is an important detail on this one. Um, mm-hmm. I have made fun of Star Citizen multiple times in the podcast. That's a game that's never actually coming out. Uh-huh. And apparently someone finally won enough of a lawsuit saying the game they were backing is not the game being made and they want their money back. And uh-huh. I can't... I've kind of been wondering when this would happen... But I, I just I, I'm looking forward to the book or the movie or the documentary that gets made. Whatever happens after that thing's either abandoned or finally released, because I, it's not going to work the way people think it is. It's it's going to be a disaster. Thing like the thing raised in the billions of dollars by now, hasn't it, or something? Like it's, oh, I, I it's don't know. Way past millions. Like it's it's in the you could just abscond this money and buy an island Holy money shit. at that point. Like it's it's almost criminal what's going on. And the game's been in weird development for so long and they've not exactly been responsive on like here's what's new with the game since mm-hmm. last we talked about it. So Yeah, I I thought that was worth mentioning because I think people are finally getting fed up with the ever-changing tapestry that is that game. And rightfully so, they're saying, hey, we can get refunds now under some rulings that happened. We want our shit back because this shit is getting ridiculous. Well, they also don't want to get, and I'm going to call it the, uh, I'm going to give it the phrase here, they don't want to get Mighty Number 9. Yeah, a little bit. So I... I'm not sure we've talked about it in great detail. We'll probably talk about it after Jeff comes back from the Bahamas, but, or whatever the hell he is. I was curious what game would finally kind of shake the faith in kickstarting games yeah. that was so strong. And I suspected it would be Mighty Number no. 9. And I think that game's actually done more damage. Than people realize. Like the, the reality is, like there's a bunch of numbers out there that show kickstarting video games is down from what it was last year. Yeah. Like it's it's dropped below board games and stuff like that because I think some people wised up and realized maybe this isn't as achievable as well. People keep acting like it. it's like has any Kickstarter game actually hit their projected release date and stuff like that? Um, I don't know if they've hit projected release date, but there is an Undertale, I believe, was. I don't know. I can't remember if it was Undertale. I or some don't other think that game. was a Kickstarter. I think that was a oh, was it Star? Was it Stardew Valley or some game came out on Kickstarter not too long ago, and it was a f- wild success. A bunch, no, a bunch of games have come from Kickstarter yeah. that have been successful. I'm not saying it's not a successful platform. Uh-huh. A bunch of games have come out of it. I, it's more just there's been a blind faith. Like Shovel Knight came from Kickstarter. Yeah, and stuff like I, that. I think what's happening is like a couple companies that were really committed and really dedicated to the cause put out some games and you got some solid gold hits and now everybody's like holy shit there's a market for people who are willing to kickstart games yeah so you had all these other people show up and create this stuff and now it's like well now you've got the market saturated with different video games on kickstarter and i i think saturated's the right comment there's just too much yeah indie stuff at this point i'm saying indie's bad but like think about how easy it is to bury a game on steam in a matter of seconds by accident yeah and and actually it's you know it's funny like i actually Considering saturated, I actually currently am waiting for two games I've kickstarted to come out, and they're actually looking pretty solid. So I'm hoping they'll be, you know, but they're also from established people, and I think that's why. Well, Mighty, yes, yeah, I think that's where Mighty Name Rhyme is important because it's from an established creator. Yeah, that's the thing and that's it scary. Still wasn't good. Yeah, no, that's the thing that's scary. But like, 
Um, I mean, just well, just to throw it out there, Bloodstained Ritual of Night is the Which first. You may one. be doing something with at least the demo you have access. Yes, I have to the demo because I'm. Future. A, I've backed it, and then I also have. I'm also waiting for the sandbox environment for ukulele. Yeah, but ukulele has kind of already been showing up. Like it, it had an area at E3. I heard. Um, I, didn't, I didn't see it, but yeah, I, yeah. I, but my point in both those cases are one of those games yeah. is essentially Castlevania, and the other one is like, no, it's it's Banjo Kazooie. We we know how to make Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, Mighty Number no. Nine situation, established dev. So my that. argument there is, I'm not sure people like Mega Man as much as they think they do. You know, Mega Man's kind of evolved, and not to play on the whole evolve thing changing earlier, but like, it, you know, you you had a couple really solid hits, like the Mega Man X series was amazing. I loved Mega Man X, and, I'm, and I guess it's not me knocking Mega Man as a whole. Yeah, Mega Man came out many major changes in gameplay. Yes, ago. Yeah. Like, and the reality is, there's a reason not as many side scrollers are made. It's hard to make a really good side scroll that doesn't have bullshit to it at the end of the day like shovel knight is amazing because it's amazing and not because of the nostalgia factor to it i think mighty number nine prayed way too heavily for its own good on hey you guys want a new mega man yeah yeah i think so and i mean that's probably why bloodstained i feel bloodstained is gonna be good only because like castlevania wasn't just a side scroll they did have the 3d versions which were all right no and i and i think the castlevania games have in some ways aged better yeah than the mega man games have really i i they're still playable and they're still fun but going back to some of the early mega mans mm-hmm. if you don't have that nostalgia stuff pushing you along can be a little rough at least in my yeah. book yeah no castlevania always kind of has retained its charm especially like simply the night yeah so so uh, I guess moving on from that, Twitch is now starting to roll out their HTMI video player. They're moving away from Flash to HTML5 officially. Oh, finally. If you're in the Turbo program, you now have access to it as of, I think, the day of this recording. So by the time you're hearing it, it will be out there. They'll start implementing it across the site. Mm-hmm. This actually doesn't mean that much for most people because half of like the majority of stream quality is what you can get out of your recording end essentially yes but it will stabilize the site some in some better ways and i'm hoping this will then lead because html5 is a more workable environment they'll start doing some more interesting stuff with it yeah no definitely and uh, is it also lower impact on your browser yes from a consumer end there'll be noticeable changes it won't immediately in any way affect how streamers upload though like it really won't affect the streamer end of it it will affect the viewer end of it more yeah exactly. stuff will probably look better because you're not stuck dealing with lower end stuff yeah exactly yeah I, no it's neat i it's it's weird seeing flash die given how important flash has been to the internet for a weird chunk of my life yeah i mean that, that is kind of interesting but then again like you know if plugins aren't meeting certain needs they're they're going away look no, at, and, and look at silverlight and the fact that um what's it up uh, flash has become a security liability on your computer like yeah. it's it's been around so long it's now kind of an exploit for things like it's it's an established thing everyone has to have so it makes it it makes sense to target it so it's the internet explorer of plugins yeah the kind so. of uh, but so our final general news topic, if you will, uh, speaking of uh, WB games, maybe I should jump to this then. So um, back when Shadow of Mordor came out, WB wasn't the most forthcoming with paying a bunch of streamers and YouTubers to positively play the game. Um, for those who followed the channel for a long time, we gave Shadow of Mordor our game of the year mm-hmm. in 2014 because 
it's a good game. I, I thought it, in a year of some kind of not-so-impressive games, that game did a bunch of things really well, not everything perfectly, but enough that it was, like, that is a good game I want a sequel to. And yeah. I, so, and the reality is, is a lot of major streamers got, like, Pew, uh, PewDiePie got nicked as part of this. Yep. And I... It's not clear what's going to move forward with this just yet, but they're getting they're having issues with like fair practice bureaus and stuff. Like this goes into the larger topic of a lot of YouTubers at a certain level are paid to make content as our streamers, and they don't necessarily divulge that they're being a journalistic integrity. It's like the, all the rules aside, SWS's policy is if we were to ever get paid to make a video. We'd have to disclose that, and as a result, we're probably going to talk about it favor favorably. Like um, when we did the uh, quick look for apartment a bunch of years back, uh-huh. as early, we had early access to a Kickstarter game. We're trying to make them some publicity for that. We chose not to focus on some of the ba- some of the kind of shortcomings of that game. Yeah. It was pre-alpha, so it's like no, it's pre-alpha. This is a concept we'd like to see actually happen. Sadly, it didn't. But like, we were very up. Like no, we got sent this. Like we're trying. This is a push. For this game kind of thing. Like, we talk yeah. to the people, et cetera, et cetera. Most YouTubers actually don't do that. And we're going to now jump from this to the CSGO controversy. Yeah, I was about to say, like, a, a lot of people... this is the exact same situation in many ways, the CSGO stuff going on well, see, right the, now is but at a more the, tangible the, level. Yeah, I mean, the, the, okay. So the, the stuff about, like, reviewing, like, being paid to review stuff and not disclosing that you've been paid to review stuff is a level of bullshit. Yeah. Journalistically, that's what it is, but these yeah. guys, technically, YouTuber guys, like, they're, they're not, not reviewers. Really, they're not, they're not reviewers. They're, they're official journalists, so they kind of just kind of dance around that. The CSGO controversy is a whole new level of bullshit because it wasn't... It wasn't tied to the fact that they weren't disclosing that they so, were being paid. Let's take a step back and okay. take this one from grounds from the, from the start. Okay. So about what's it two weeks ago now? Yes. There started being rumblings about maybe there's some bullshit going on with CS:GO. Yeah. As someone who then it was revolving around the skins betting systems that existed out there. Yes. For this, as someone who's always kind of looked at this and said, "How the." fuck is this shit legal like this is gambling straight up because all of these has money to have monetary values mm-hmm. and you could totally find ways to get around the valve you can't cash out systems like at, the fact that it was like no it's not gambling it's totally gambling yeah no it, it totally is and actually it was um if you watch was it uh, the one the one video that really kind of shattered ground for this was h3 h3 h3's video Talking about the so CSGO thing, and he got his stuff from a guy named Honor the Call, who did the really good in-depth research on this whole thing. So, not to get too in the weeds right off the bat, so what mm-hmm. happened was, um, I'm not sure what caused it, but some information came to light that a couple CSGO streamers, YouTubers, actually owned the website that they yeah. were, quote, sponsored by and they were promoting that allowed you to bet CSGO skins. Yes. And I'm not sure if people know about this. It's called a conflict of interest at that point. That's like kind of if a potato chip company or a laxative company bought the other one. Oh, no, it's not even yeah. that. Like, the better example like for that would be if you're a casino owner... And you go gamble in your own casino. Yeah. Casino. Wow. Holy shit. Your own casino against other like like just the general public. That's exactly what it was. These guys own the site, 
and they were gambling on their own site. And the thing is, like, obviously they said, oh, you know, hey, you know, we're gambling, this and that. But the thing is, they own the site, which means, you know, and, and just to quote the H3H3 video, they have access to the back end, which means yeah. they can rig anything they want as they see fit. Yeah, to so it's a the, huge conflict of interest. To finish the joke I was stealing from 30 Rock, it'd be like if a diarrhea medication company bought a potato chip company. Mm. They'd be tempted to make those chips give you diarrhea then, which yeah. you're not supposed to do. And in the case of CSGO, it's, hey, look how successful you can be with gambling. We totally don't have access to the back-end algorithms. It, it's, like, it's in how in every video of Vegas people are winning. Yeah. If they showed you the reality of those things... They no one would do it, kind of thing. Like, and especially because it was, hey, we're sponsored by this company. You should go do that. You can't be sponsored by something if you own it. Well, it's not even that. They didn't even say they were sponsored by it originally. They never mentioned that they were like. Oh, no, so sponsored some of them, by some of them were like, later, oh, we're being later sponsored on, by Later on, yeah. they said, yeah, they hit us up. But like the first video, like just case in point, the guy T Martin or whatever his name yeah. is, he was like, I found this site. And I went on there and I checked it out and it was pretty cool. I got to play. Later on, they hit me up and said, "Hey, we want to see if you're interested in doing some sort of thing." They never officially said, "Hey, they like they sponsored us at first. It was like, "Oh, hey, I discovered this cool site." So that's like, yeah, you discovered a cool site because you fucking own it. Yeah. Like that's that's how totally you find bullshit. it? I opened my history browser. Yeah, or I double checked. You know, yeah, it was it. I opened up my statement for GoDaddy. Account. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, I got a bill from that site I own, right? Yeah, but the thing is, like the 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 stuff. I mean, the CSGO like site or whatever itself. That was an ongoing thing. People didn't really make too much of a stink about it. The big issue was he was totally shady about it. And then when they got caught, they just tried to run. It was hilarious. Oh, it see, wasn't even they tried the to run. The excuses were fantastic. Like, oh, it was, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. And he's like, oh, my favorite one was I wasn't originally the owner. Um, you know, we took over later on, but then that guy on another call goes back and he finds the charter. Yeah. And that guy was yeah. the guy who put in the fucking charter for the company. Yeah. So it's like they're just all this moonwalking, and then there another great one was they went back and edited all the descriptions on their videos. Yep. To say, hey, you know, you know, the people had videos of their videos showing the old information. Yeah. yeah. It's but then they show you like the, the geo cache or the, the caching history yeah. on, on site. And it shows you the day was edited. It was after all the scandals started breaking out. And then now it was at T Martin actually put private on all the gambling videos. Yep. And it just kept getting worse and worse. And you got that whole like, um, do you, do you, do you watch South Park? I do. Okay. Do you remember when they did a parody of BP apologizing for all the shit they did? Yeah. That's basically what it was. That whole video was like, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, so, and here's the, and I, I, I'm curious to see where this goes because this is gambling. Like, regardless of what people tell you, this was gambling. Well, we're, I'm, and it I'm, was illegal gambling. Yeah, I'm also interested to see where this CS goes. Something is coming for these, like, Maybe it won't because it's CSGO. I'm ignoring your joke. <laughs> Intentionally. I want to dignify something that whatever. Uh, it's, I, it's... This will be a weird time period, I think, for YouTubers. And then on top of that, you have Valve uncharacter... I actually would say characteristically silent up until them being like, no, we disavow this. Well, yeah. I mean, hell, look... The crate system's been around for years, and people were just like, eh, it's the crate system, whatever. Like, that, that's, a, that's a thing. Like, yeah. they've done it for TF2 for hats. And, you know, then they did it for CSGO. 
And that's been happening for a while, and it wasn't until they did this whole betting thing that it really became an issue. Well, and so it's, it's, but it's always been there. Like that's the yeah, thing. no, it's, it's always been there. And to make it worse, it's been so rampant. And Valve's been kind of like, eh, whatever. We're like Dota does it. The Dota two uh, legendaries or epics, whatever, like, whatever you can get in that game that's permanent. Yeah. People bet that shit on on the streams and stuff like that. And now you have Twitch saying we're not doing gambling streams. I. This goes deep enough. I'm curious what the ramifications are because we already have business practice bureaus being like, okay, we're mad at you for the Warner Brothers stuff and some other YouTuber things. Yeah. This could make even more issues for some people than... And I hope yeah, it does. Yeah, I think it does. I, I, I hope it does too. I, I hope it does because here's the thing. like these, these, these laws, as far as the gambling stuff go, came about during a time where the digital era was... Everything was analog. It wasn't yeah. everything completely no, digital. Gambling was obvious, but gambling's yeah. not so obvious anymore. And part of like part of why I think these guys are gonna get screwed is because there was no age requirements for the sites. Like well, you have lots of fourteen-year-olds doing. St- well, that's the thing on the um, okay on uh, on their site. Yeah. it said thirteen and up. Yeah, that that's the part that's also a big issue is the fact that they had 13, 14 year olds gambling these skins, and the people say, "Oh, well, the skins aren't worth any." Like, what you know, is CS:GO rated? Uh, mature. That's another issue. <laughs> well, that's just parents buying. No, but it's um, no. That's not the case. Actually, um, remember, we live in California, a state where you can be legally punished for selling a minor an M-rated video game without parental permission. Uh, so promoting it to minors. Well, is, see, here's the thing: on, on Steam, it, there's an age authentication thing, which lets them. That's like saying, you know, kids under 18 aren't supposed to see porn, but if you go on a site and you enter your birth date and you make up the birth date. You know, it's the same. Or kind even of worse, like, are you over eighteen? Yes or no? Yes or no? Like, it's that kind of stuff. Technically, I feel like if they have that age disclaimer, and if they choo- if the kid chooses to lie about it, that's their own. No, it's the same case where you can argue I didn't read the user agreement because no one does. Yeah, it's the it's the other side of that coin where it's like, no, it's there's no there's no actual verification. Like, yeah, if. User agreements were actually a binding document. You'd have to go through a testing process to make sure you read it to make it actually binding. Mm. Like, type in a driver's license or something. There, there are ways of doing this, and well, no one wants to do it. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, do you really, like, how, how annoying would it be if I, like, okay, I want to buy this game online. Okay, hold on. Please put in your driver's license to verify. And oh, that no, means and they have to connect to the fucking DMV to verify my license? And that's the point. That, that, it's the same issue. It's, it's. Very inconvenient and not a good idea. Yeah. But this is it's like no, this is why this is no it's why user agreements aren't legally binding now because someone basically said no one actually reads these. You could put whatever the hell you want in there well, and just screw people because no one's gonna do go through this entire process. Apple did that. Do you remember what Apple had in their user agreement? No, I don't actually. I, Apple used to have a clause in iTunes saying you could not use iTunes software or code to manufacture nuclear weapons. Huh. Look, it's a legit. I believe thing. it. No, I believe yeah. it. And it's like it's somebody happens to find it. Something to do with like the creation or something of nuclear weapons. Like, sure. Seriously, like, I mean, does it count if you're like listening to Taylor Swift on your iTunes while you're assembling a bomb? Yes, does that it does. That's legally but, binding. <laughs> no, no, but you shouldn't legally be listening to Taylor Swift. So, whoa, 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 whoa! You leave T Swizzle alone. I think everyone should leave her alone. We should all forget no, about no, her. No, 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 no. Justice for Taylor Swift. You leave her alone. She comes up way too often on this podcast. <laughs> way too often. I actually didn't know that, but I like Taylor Swift. But back to the CSGO stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I'm curious how many more times the YouTubing and gaming community can screw up like this 
before. Oh, it's an unregulated market, dude. No, that's just it. Like it's regulated. It's like how many more times can you mess up in this area before someone says, "Fuck it, we're regulating you guys," and yeah. life changes. Like the let's play videos we do are in a legal gray zone at best. Like. There's a reason basically anything you make involving game footage is potentially subject to a copyright claim. Like, the reality is every single Let's Player for games could be shut down tomorrow mm -hmm. if they if companies said, like, no, no, we own all game footage. But They're shooting themselves in the foot a little bit at that point. Oh, yeah, that's the thing, yeah. But that's, like, that is the regulations that could happen. Like, you are yeah. in the weirdest zone possible with all of this stuff and when you keep doing illegal ass shit like the gambling sites it potentially raises some issues for the rest of us well i mean that's kind of like you know it's a new market it's a new thing it's you know it's another part of the digital era and yeah it's, it's kind of this these things will come up so yeah. this this is the fact that it came up now is good only because it's gonna have people go back and review certain laws and bring them up to date like no, the gambling laws we've been overdue for this i think yeah. for a while now like it's this needs to have happened already because you have shit like DraftKings and like it there's just too many options out there now that get around what's already been established but mm -hmm. that's probably enough on this topic we've probably beaten this one this is not our main topic for the week by the way we yeah. have a both more and less uplifting topic for y'all um, <laughs> we're gonna talk about pokemon go Wait, um, what is Pokemon Go? I, I haven't really heard much about it these last week. What is Pokemon Go? <laughs> I haven't really heard too much about is it recently. Is Pokemon Go actually even a video game if you stop to think about no, it? No, Pokemon Go is life. I, so for those living under rocks, and congratulations for living under a rock that successfully, um, Pokemon Go, we've talked about it once or twice on the channel. We've talked about it at E3, I think, too. Did uh, I think we we briefly, mentioned how it wasn't really we, at Nintendo? We wasn't it wasn't at E three. We were kind of like, yeah, that would be cool to have seen. Well, actually, well, here, here's the thing. I remember when we actually at post E three, we talked about. Yeah, uh, I mentioned you know what? There's some things that kind of just don't work, and this and that. Because I was I, now that it's out, I was in the beta, so yeah. I was like, eh, it was it was all right. There are certain things that were kind of cool, but like, I was not expecting. The way it blew up. The so way before it did. we start talking about it, I actually want to talk about Ingress because I okay. think it's important to understand what Ingress is. You got to know your roots. You, you, you no, know, in this case, you absolutely have to know the yes. roots of this because it's an important root. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, um, Pokemon Go is made by a company called Niantic. I think Niantic's first game, Niantic, Niantic, however you pronounce it. Nian yeah, let's yep. just go with that. Their original game was a game called Ingress, which is a geocaching game. And for those unclear what geocaching is, it's you go to a location, you upload those coordinates to some type of server technology, and people can navigate there. Like a bunch of weird scavenger hunts have been done over the years mm -hmm. with similar technology or just navigation points or map. It's basically a digital treasure map in some ways yeah. that some people enjoy exploring. And Ingress was the first successful, because I'm not sure you really call Ingress successful it, at the it, end of the okay. day, for the group, gamification of for it. For the group that people played it, I, like, okay, either didn't know about Ingress or you were hardcore into Ingress. Um, no, there was, no th th there was a mid ground of people like me that we tried to play Ingress, uh -huh. and we're like, this is a cool concept. This game is not a good game, and not enough of it appeals to me to make me keep playing. Well, again, that goes to the either you're like, you, you try it out, you go two ways. You either like, fuck yeah, Ingress is awesome, or eh. But you also have the cards that just didn't know about it. Like, yeah. It, Ingress was still very kind of 
deep web nerd stuff, or because it was a geocaching game. Yeah, it was, but they painted it up in a nice, pretty story. Yeah, it, or it is you the know. most successful up until Pokemon Go gamification of a, in a mass appeal version of geotagging. Yeah. In my view, like, like it's. I'm sure I'm stepping on someone's toes with that statement, but it's true. The fact that I knew what it was proves because I fucking hate geotagging. Mm. It is one of those things where I'm like, this is the dumbest pastime ever in my view. And now I'm doing it a lot, which I'm angry about, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so the idea of ingress was you had hot spots, were they called nodes or something? They were like nodes or whatever we were. But okay, so just a little backstory on it. You had two factions fighting over like the stream Control? of information. Control. Yeah. So you like you you played like a hacker, so to speak. And, and none of this was important to the game. No, really. it wasn't, because all you had to do was go around and, like, the thing is, it wasn't important in the story, but, like, the fact that there were teams rivaling against each other yeah. is what really made it. Yeah, because it, it, it made a community for it. You had yes. the kind of us versus them mentality going on. Yeah. And so that was actually, like, similar to Eve, where I don't really care about the game, Eve. I love the fan base of Eve. Mm -hmm. The fan base of Ingress was fantastic because they were fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, booby-trapping things so people couldn't take over nodes. Like, stories of people tasing other people and smashing their phones so they mm -hmm. couldn't take, quote, critical locations. Like, it was way too far for what that game was or is. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, well, the difference between, like, just to kind of throw it out there, on there, when you took over three nodes in a like certain format, yeah. you could actually blanket and take over a whole area for bonuses, no, which is why they, like, did the crucial... Blockings on stuff. There was a spider webbing aspect to yes, it. Yes, there was. I actually thought that was kind of cool. Like, you, you yeah. gained bonuses for taking over a neighborhood. Like, and if you maintain that, it's like, no, there's all these points going on. And it mm -hmm. became a the bigger your network, the harder it was to crack it. Like, it, yeah. The nodes powered up each other, and like, it became this cool, you, you were building towards something. Yes. I think at one point, one of the teams took over, like, 75% of the U.S., and they got pushed back slowly or something. Yeah, but yeah. Like, I know it's really big in, like, New Zealand. Yeah, like, it's places where there are people that do lots of hiking. It's still a big deal. But yes. But that's mm -hmm. neither here nor there. So that's Ingress. <laughs> and it, Ingress never, like we said, never really made it super popular. It it was a thing. Certain people knew about it. Certain, not, most people didn't. And I think the general reaction, if, most, if everyone had known about it, would be like, okay, that's... A thing, I yeah, suppose. Pretty like, much. It, and it wasn't a good game. I, I will go on record saying my exposure to Ingress was I get how this is fun to people, but there are also people that like, collect maps. Yeah. You were kind of into it for a while, though. We I did it briefly. Um, the, the the parts that I did dabble in, actually, the community was pretty cool, I yeah. have to say. No, it's, in, in practice, it's kind of cool. In execution, like trying to get into that and not having a group to play with, that game was like, okay... Don't care now. Like, yeah. It, but it's also like, it's also not new player friendly because so many people are already well established. There's no like catch up ramping no, the, system. The, the um, curve to enter that game is was almost, it's impossible, fuck. I think, at this point. Like, I'm well, not I, sure you could enter into that game successfully and have fun for the first like month you were playing it. Yeah. You, like, I, 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 like when I was dabbling in it, I used to go and take walks and kind of. Cash yeah. and hit up a couple spots, but like I could never take over anything because everything was already super high level yeah. and crazy. And so when I did play, I actually ended up meeting up with a friend of mine who I found out also played on the same team and played the game, and he was super high level. So I'd go with him and I just piggyback on his stuff. So I was able to power level in a way with him, but even then it was still a steep. Climb. No, and there was also the weird cult of like when you met another Ingress player, you were like, 
So I heard you play Ingress. Yeah, yes. exactly. What's the secret password? I play Ingress. You're in. We're spies, aren't we? This is cool, right? Yeah. It, it no, kinda... it's not. Well, I mean, uh, it, it, until you find out what team they were on. Then you knife them in the throat because that's how you play Ingress. That's, that's exactly. You slap their Ingress. throat and push them into a morgue bin. There, there are bonus points for slashing in the throat. Actually, tasering that fool to <laughs> death, pushing them off a building, and being like blue team. Yeah, push. exactly. That's well, how you play well, that see, game. This is how I know you didn't play too much Ingress because they wouldn't have said blue team. They would have called it either you know was it the enlightened or yeah that the team is. It was also kind of douchey in that regard. Too. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what they would call it. Yeah, which is kind of what's happening now with. Pokemon Go. Okay, so yeah, so <laughs> we've we've talked enough about Ingress, I feel. So Niantic's new project, for those who don't somehow know, is Pokemon Go. And Pokemon Go is almost the exact same game as Ingress it, in it, a weird way. In a way it is. It is a simplified version of Ingress even. That that it is actually. So it's still based around the same technology of geotagging and geocaching, where Unlike Ingress, where every node was a node, and there was, like, data particles you could pick up walking around. Well, yeah, you can pick up and pick up. Basically, it was energy for your character to do stuff. Yeah. So if you ran out of energy, like, attacking nodes and stuff like that, you'd have to walk around. That's how they kind of got people, like, to walk around. Yeah, no, both games have a heavy get-out-and-do-stuff aspect, which is cool. And the Mm -hmm. the major difference is in Pokemon Go, and I can't believe I'm explaining this game, because I'm not sure anyone out there doesn't know how to play this game, but I'm going to anyway, is you have Pokestops... And you have Pokemon Gyms. And Pokemon Gyms is where you can fight stuff, at least as of this recording. Yes. In the far-flung future where they add more to this game, this may all be incorrect, but you walk around, you hit up Pokestops to get some free items, and you can attach lures and the draw Pokemon. But the more you walk around, the more variety you get, and you can hatch eggs and shit. But really, it's a thing about making you go from point A to point B and interact with AR objects you can only see via your phone yes. as you go. And the majority of that is capturing Pokeball, is capturing Pokemon by kind of flinging Pokeballs at them on your phone. Mm-hmm. There are the gyms where you battle, and there's a leveling system, and there's player levels, and there's all kinds of weird bullshit. And the fact that they keep finding new weird things in the game is interesting. Like, I'm not sure a day has gone by since that game's release where it hasn't been like, hey, did you know the um, text is HTML enabled? Like you can code it to do italics and stuff like that. Yeah. Also, like, I, every, yeah, every day I've been learning something new. Like I learned about the curveball thing yeah. on Sunday. On I think Monday or Tuesday, I learned about like how to read the tracking system better. And then just today, I found out you could actually get Pikachu as your starter Pokemon. Yeah, and the fact that no one actually knows how the tracking system works reliably is fantastic. Yeah. Like no one knows how that thing well, works. Well, here, here's what's really cool about it, and I, and I have to give it to Niantic for doing this. People were some people are upset that it's like, well, they didn't give us all the guides and all the information. I'm like, well, we've gone. We're, we're in an era of gamers where if you're not fed some sort of guide or told how to do shit, yeah. they just flop out and act oh, like no, morons. The, the, the amount withheld, I have no problem with. Yeah. My issue is, it's going to sound strange, I am playing a shit ton of Pokemon Go lately. And it's because of the nostalgia no, factor. It, no, it's because I like Pokemon. Like, well, it's, yeah. It's, it's not nostalgia. I like Pokemon because I like Pokemon. And that's actually where my issue is, because Pokemon Go is a bad Pokemon game. But the, here's the thing, like, okay... As far like, compared to the Game Boy games, yes, because you can't battle other players and all that stuff right now. As of as of this recording right now, you can't battle other players unless they're like in the gym and they're all that stuff. And that's not even really battling. It's yeah, you're just kind of just mashing buttons mashing, and hoping yeah. for the best. But like the the idea of Pokemon, as far as like you get to be Ash Ketchum, you get to walk around, travel, 
and catch wild Pokemon, so to speak. Yeah. Oh, no. Which is what people were like, holy shit, that's fucking awesome. Because at 12 in the Pokemon world or the universe, you either went to school or you left home to become a fucking Pokemon trainer. Yeah. So before we get into that kind of, I want to talk about it as a game, though. And mm. I think this is important because as a gamer, this is not a good game. It is an addictive as hell game. The mechanics are kind of flimsy. There's not that much to do at the end of the day in some no. ways. It's highly repetitive, but that kind of doesn't matter in some ways because... Not at all. It, and we're, I was actually talking to someone at work about this. I'm not sure you even call Pokemon Go a game at this point. It's kind of a force. It's, it's made the jump from thing to cultural phenomenon to like... I'm not sure what's even after that point. Like it's a it's almost it it is a thing at this point. Like it's beyond nothing has in some ways been this impactful in culture since the internet, probably. Like this is on that bizarre scale. Yes, it is. And that's because hashtag Pokemon Go is life. Yeah, it, it's it is absolutely just insane the penetration this thing has. Yeah, like no, this, it's it's ridiculous. Like, okay. So just to give you an idea, like I've I, I work I work for the government. Yeah. And, you know, I, I my boss the other day called me to his cubicle. He's like, hey, you know, I need to talk to you. So I go over there and he's like, look what I caught today. I'm like, what the fuck are you, dude? We're at work. Like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, yeah, I walked around my break and did this. I'm like, what? That's crazy. The fact that, like, you, okay, just to give you an idea of, like, the penetration this has had, you have. Obviously, like you know, the baristas and all these coffee places and beer places, yeah. like doing Pokemon themes, which is kind of fun. All that's kinds standard, of stuff. That's but then you have stuff. like businesses going, like you know, Pokemon are for paying customers only. You've got like organizations. Freaking oh no! Out. So and I guess we could probably talk about kind of the ramifications yeah. of the spread of this game in a little bit. But like my girlfriend, who does not play video games, hence vi girlfriend games, is like fiendishly addicted. To Pokemon Go. Like, yeah. if you're walking anywhere, the phone is out because you need shit. She, for the first time in the time we've been dating, understands concepts like power level and min-maxing in a video yeah. game RPG sense. Like, it is... And... I play this game the way I play a Pokemon game, which is, I want a team of murderers, and I will come to your gym and wipe that shit out, because that is what I do. And I don't I care about collecting <laughs> all of them. I am just there to kill other Pokemon with my Pokemon. And then I will sneak in and claim the gym. There's an upcoming video for, hey, let's play a Pokemon. <laughs> let's not spoil it too much. But, like, it's... And I guess that's where my issue is, because the actual Pokemon game part of it is not good. It's mashing, and it's min-maxing, and it's the worst type of min-maxing, because it's not a active min-maxing. It's a kind of bullshit random luck min-maxing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but see, here's the thing, though. Like, Pokemon is such a well-known name and yeah. following, and, the, and there is tons of nostalgia attached to it that people generally don't give a shit. No, like, and that's like, the thing too. It's the the majority of people out there aren't even doing gym battles, as best I can tell. Like it's just about walking around, catching shit. Which to me, yeah. it's like, but why would you want fifty Rattatas? You min max that shit and power boost yourself, well, he, and then you go train a murderer and kill other people. Well, see, here's that's the beauty of it. Like. There's a little bit of something for everybody. You have the parts where for the hardcore players can really like dive into the experience and be gym masters and all that stuff. And then you have people who just want to have fun walking yeah. around catching shit. Like yeah. it, it, it appeals. And it's not it's not a difficult learning curve. It really no, is. No, it's not. it's not. It's it's simple as hell. And it's just it's so freely available and it's an open world thing. Like I have like I've 
Okay, I love going home and staying home once I get home from work and just relaxing and doing my thing. I've got people I hear about like meeting up at parks, at the pier. Yeah. Like, holy shit. There, like, are, there are like fucking events built around this game yes. now. And it's been out a week. And here's That's the, thing. the terrifying part. Here's the thing. Okay. It's been out a week. It hasn't even been fully functional the week. No, it hasn't been a week. Yeah, that's, the game's that's, still not fully functional. And that's the that's the crazy thing. Like, when okay, when WoW released, like I'll, I'll use WoW because it's, no, it's, it's a very accurate comparison. When WoW gets released, if the servers are fucked, people bitch and complain. When Diablo three came out, the servers were fucked the and people servers bitched and were complained. shit, and you never heard the end of it. Error You're code still so not hearing so. the end. You of still it. don't hear the end of it. Pokemon Go, nobody gives a fuck. They're like, oh, no, oh no. shit, servers are down. Okay, we'll check later. And then later on you check, hoping things are different. It's like opening your fridge, hoping there's a bunch of food, and then and you open it and realize food. there's only a fucking box of baking soda and some lettuce and some mustard. You don't know how long it's been there. You close your fridge, you come back an hour later, oh, maybe there's some more food. And there's not. Yeah, People don't give a shit. No, and I, it's, I choose to rack that up to, I'm not sure Niantic fully understood how potentially popular their game no, could here, be. I don't think, and I'm not sure you could have guessed that. I don't think The reality anybody. was, when I was talking about Pokemon Go at the post E3 stuff, I'm like, yeah, us Pokemon fans will probably kick around with this. The Ingress crowd might get a little bit cooler for a couple months. I was not expecting the kind of deep dive no, this thing has done. So, not And we'll at open all. it up to kind of the crazy cultural stuff we've seen and got to witness after we run through some kind of major bullet points. So, like... The news for this game is like every hour there's some new bullshit yes. out there for it, and making a list of news for like the important highlights for it is almost. It, I, I stop trying after a certain point. So, yeah. the important things are it's still not out worldwide, and yep. most shockingly, it's not out in Japan yet, which oh, yeah. I find a little bit crazy. You'd think it would have been out in Japan already. I but, thought it would have launched first. in Japan. You know, you thought you think it'd be out first, but no. You know, it's but no, apparently, yeah. So if you, to those, if you listen to this and you don't have it yet, uh, we're sorry. Uh, hopefully, it's coming to you soon. Like to put it in perspective, there's a chunk of South Korea you have to go to to play the game mm. because the game's not officially released there. But you can tap into American si uh, cell phone signals apparently from over the pole in this one chunk of the country. So people are playing it there. Well, actually, it's funny you mentioned that. There is a gym right on the DMZ line. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's a choice. I think someone chose to do that. Yeah, of course. That's someone very much chose to do that. Right, so, um... Again, the game's been out a week. McDonald's has made a deal with Niantic, the Pokemon company, whoever controls this, that now all McDonald's will be either gyms or Pokestops or potentially both. Well, they're looking at doing that um, with other companies No, no, as that's well. a thing. McDonald's no, I know, has I know. signed up oh, to no. do that. I know, but they talked about that. Like, like they're, Pokemon Niantic is looking forward to actually teaming up with other places, and these places are willing to pay to have people show up. Considering the like the attraction and the crowds that people like that this stuff attracts. We'll get to that. We will yeah. get to that. Oh I just want to run through this stuff kind of because this is important-ish news for it. Um, uh -huh. For those of you stuck in parts of the U.S. and other places where things are a tad more um, barren, you can now request um, additional gym and Pokestop locations. Uh, so. Let's go out to Ingress for a second. Mm -hmm. The Pokemon Go location maps were obviously built on the maps made from Ingress. Like, it explains why there's a bunch of, like, bullshit uh, park um, um, bike racks that are, quote, art that are Pokestops. Oh, yeah. There, like there's actually, uh, there actually, there's an interesting subreddit called Shitty Pokestops. Yeah, they, they exist. Not all are yeah. equal. 
Like there's one that's like, was it a, a ashtray? Ashtray. Yep. That's the description for it. It's just that's all it is. Like, and it's it's a holdover from Niantic. I think. I think they literally just dumped all their hotspot maps into that. Well, not all of them because there was way more Niantic like ingress hotspots in my area than there are adding them. Yeah, there's a bunch of graffiti that's not in the game yet. Yeah, I, I suspect it's coming. I, I think this partially is a oh crap, we can't handle that much server load if we go the full blown with it. Yeah, maybe only unveil like twenty five percent of the Poké stops kind of thing. Uh, so to add to the crazy factor. T-Mobile has announced that any data used playing Pokemon Go won't count towards your data cap. Fuck yes. That's just crazy in my book. And then on the kind of weirder end of the spectrum, you have people using this for straight-up crime. You oh, drop yeah. a lure at a Pokestop, people come, and you rob those fuckers. It's so ironic that it's called lure because you have all these, you're attracting all these players. It's like... You know, people don't want to drive through rough neighborhoods and all that BS, but it's like, well, let's just attract the game more. was out 12 hours and some kid got shot and stabbed because he went Pokemon hunting in the wrong neighborhood. Like, yes. So, and the final one before we move on to kind of our general discussion of this is people are fucking finding dead bodies while Pokemon yes. hunting and falling off cliffs and piers yes, and right. shit like that. Like, it's. I. It is insane what is going on with this game. So I, my best story I've had so far happened to me last night. I, I'm going to say we probably should try and pick our best, like, what the fuck Pokemon Go story to start mm -hmm. with. Uh, you want to go first or should I start yeah, off with mine? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw mine out there because I, I, this is one of, actually this is one of the early stories. Sure. So apparently, I forget where it was, there was a lake. And in the middle of this lake was a Poke Gym. There was a boat that was out there. Yeah. These two people, I, I can't tell if it was two girls or two guys, but I, I just didn't really get a good look. People. They kayaked out to the fucking gym, and they battled the boat for control of the gym, and they took over, and they paddled away. Like, that's crazy. Like, the dedication that some people have gone through to capture yeah. the gyms and everything, like, they jumped, like, you know what? Hey, there's a gym in that water, but we can't reach it from the shore. Let's get in the boat and let's swim over there or, or, you know, paddle or whatever. And they fucking rode their asses into the middle of a lake and caught the gym. Like, that's insane. And I think that's so. Okay. I know it's crazy, but at the same time, that's so fucking cool. So, what's your like craziest fun. happened to you story so far? Happened though? to me? Yeah. Oh. Um, I think it's coming out with all the strategies on how you can. God. Power level and shit? Well, the power level stuff was good, but like. I have people telling me, like, oh, you know, these are tips on, like, how to play Pokemon Go and drive. Like, don't fucking tell me yeah, this Yeah, no. That's crazy. And for, you know, just for the sake of discretion out there, don't fucking play Pokemon Go and drive. No, don't do it. It's dangerous. And if it's you're really going to do it, if you're going to do it, give your phone to your person riding shotgun. That's a new responsibility. That's fine. Yeah. That's a new responsibility added to shotgun players, is like or shotgun riders, is they get to handle your Pokemon Go. Yeah. So I my craziest Pokemon that's happened to me so far is... Last night, me and my girlfriend went to town over to. They have a nice. The town next to ours has a nice big town center, and uh -huh. somehow every restaurant in their major town center is a Pokestop. Mm -hmm. Like literally, it is every twenty feet a new Pokestop. Oh shit! And we found a spot where we were kind of. There's a radius of how many you can get to at once. We sat down and just kind of, as many Pokestops as possible, just kept spinning for like. Four hours just racking up points, and everyone was like, every Pokestop had a lore at it 20 like, the entire oh time we were gosh. there. Not a single break, and 
everyone wandering around is playing Pokemon Go. I'm not talking like 50 people. Like, no, like there was never less than like 20 people within five feet of where I was, and it wasn't the same people. Like it was just this flood of Pokemon Go players. Yeah. And like it this is gonna be probably a far reach for a reference, but we, we get there and I kind of look out across it and I there's an episode of Star Trek Next Generation where they have this game that's like just you direct things into a cup with mm. your eyes or something like that. It's equally as entertaining a game as Pokemon Go is in concept, given its mechanics, mm. but like it's this zombie land of like, this is truly terrifying <laughs> to me at least. It was just it's like it's like this is insane. This doesn't happen. Like, what the hell is going on? And then I'm not saying I know what I know about. Them. I don't know. I'm not an expert on the game, mm-hmm. but I do know more about the game than the average person out there, as best I can tell. Yeah. And my girlfriend kept leaning over, and be like, "Hey, how do I do this?" And eventually, people picked up on that. So I had complete strangers being like, coming up to me, "Hey, I um heard you know a lot about this game. Yeah, how do I do this? Oh, you do this, or heard you, I overheard you talk about power leveling. Yeah, what the hell's that? Like, it was this absolutely bizarre thing. And then, like, we get, I got there around, like, 8. She'd been there for a little longer than I have. We leave around, like, 11.30. We then drove around my neighborhood just knocking over <laughs> gyms left and right. Just, I'd shut, like, we took out gyms and then didn't even bother taking them over. It was just, it was like, nah! Just, I'm, I'm wiping out every gym I can in this area because the fighting is what keeps me going in this game. That and like, for me, I think there will be a tough decision that when I hit level 25, the max player level is 25. And I think when I hit that wall and at the rate I'm going, that'll be in, that'll be by the end of the summer easily, possibly even before like mid-August. Yeah. If they haven't expanded what that game does that may be my fall-off point because mm. I really don't care about catching them all. And while the walking around is fun, like, I've hit this... <coughs> I want to say about level 9 or 8 in the game, combat becomes a little more viable against gyms. Like, you won't have a lot of thousands in your roster, which, like, but you'll start having... Start, oh, it's only level 300, whatever. That's garbage at this point. Like, yeah. the fact I'm catching stuff that I'm like, a level 600? What am I, a peasant? Yeah. This won't do it all. It's, been, it's like, no, no, I, I can catch shit that's just eating this thing for lunch. I, I'd like to catch 600s, but I'm only level 9. Yeah, no, but it's a weird shift. Like, I, that shift happens at level 8 or 9 when you start actually getting into what I refer to the meat of the game. Uh-huh. And then at level 12, great balls, I think, start happening. Yeah. And that changes the game significantly. And then... Level 15 is when I got my first 1,000. I think you could probably get there before then. But your first 1,000, you go, oh, shit. There's not a lot of gyms that can stop me at this point. At least at the trajectory I'm at right now, I am far enough ahead of the majority of the the people playing the game Mm -hmm. where I am unstoppable at gyms at this point in the game. Like, it's... (coughs) My girlfriend has... Some built up stuff in the game, but it, like literally, it was me being like, "Oh, this gym has four level six hundreds. Uh, let's see if they even scratch my guy to half health, kind of thing." It's just yeah, murdered through. Yeah, and as someone who plays the Pokemon games for the fighting mechanics, this game is a disappointment to me, especially because they showed those fighting mechanics on the trailers, and I think it's coming. I think they had to get something out there. Yeah, 
So we'll see what the end game is. Like, all I want is to be able to fight people in that game. That's really all I want directly. I, I can't wait to hear about the first fist fights that take place after Pokemon. They've already Battles happened. They've already happened. What? I there was a brawl near my apartment because one group was taking out a gym. And, like this one kid, like this stuff, would smash the other kid's phone. Like we're already at the dark end of ingress oh, after a God. week of Pokemon Go happening. Like uh. people are straight up tagging public of areas like Team Mystic and shit like that. Yeah, I saw that. They're fucking okay, and of course it was Team Mystic that did this kind of stuff. But, like, yeah, they tagged up a, a, a national park. It was yeah. a sign in a national park. Yeah. And they just tagged it up with... It, it, it's, it's so fucking terrible. Like, like I, okay, jokes aside, you know, obviously you choose your team very proud of it. Don't fucking defeat It's just property. a game. It's a game. It doesn't matter. It's Pokemon Go is life, though. It's... <laughs> that's it. It has become life for some people. Yeah. And it... Like, I've talked to a couple of people that kind of like... It's like I'm not afraid, afraid of the game, but I'm afraid of the impact of the game. Like, this is insane. This is a global, like, there will be, like, there, we will talk about a time in gaming that is the post-Pokemon Go era. And the yeah. fact that Pokemon Go, like, I'll say it again, from a pure gameplay mechanic standpoint and what you can actually do in the game, this game is so much bullshit in some ways. Like, it doesn't work well. The servers aren't great. It's not super clear the game even functions totally as... Ad the game doesn't function as advertised, and no one gives a fuck. Nope. Only people like me that are like, yeah, I want my elemental attacks, and I want... Like, it's like... I don't want to capture Pokemon. I want to fight those Pokemon with my Pokemon. Like, I want that in the game. I don't want my leveling process to be tied solely to the capturing process. I want the more gamified stuff I'm used to from the normal Pokemon games. Yeah. And they have no excuse for not implementing that. Like, I'm sure I they get, will. And I'm sure they will. And I will be super into the game at that point. SWS may become a Pokemon Go channel at that point <laughs> if we're not careful. But... I digress some. Like, the game as it stands right now is kind of a disappointing game. Like, just based on what they had going for concepts and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it'll become something, I'm pretty sure. And, like, again, all I'm talking about is we got at release was shitty servers, no explanation of basic parts of the game, and really there's not that much to do. And, and it doesn't matter. And it doesn't. Not at all. Like, it's, it's, it's insane because, like, the internet loves to bitch. Like, yeah. That's, that's what we're known for. And, like, back to what I was saying about the Diablo servers and, you know, when WoW servers are shit. Like, these servers have been way less reliable than those servers. And, you know, those oh, no, examples. these are, like, some Ubisoft bad yeah. servers. And nobody genuinely gives a fuck. Well, I think it's because you, like, you, you have the situation of if this was just a gamer game, we'd be pissed about the servers. The gamers yes. are pissed about the servers. Me yes. and you are mad at the servers. Mm-hmm. People that are hearing about this game from BuzzFeed and shit like that, they don't understand shitty servers. They go, oh, I can't log in right now, whatever. They're not me going, I'm wasting powerful power leveling time. I could have racked up halfway to the next level in the 10 minutes this has been down or some bullshit. Well, yeah, because this game appeals to that. I, 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 well, it's kind of mean to say it, but I'll say it. It appeals to that Candy Crush-esque crowd. It, it's, it, it is the... It is the end of it appeals absolutely to the end of the gaming spectrum where they're now officially part of gamers. They're counted in the statistics of it kind of thing. Yes. That they play Facebook games, they play Farmville, they play Candy Crush, which are all games, just not 
comp it appeals to the super casual slash not really gamer crowd at that point. Mm-hmm. But see, here's the thing though, like you you the the casual crowd is huge. No, like, and that's the market. For that's the point. Cr- the yeah. fact that the casual crowd can enjoy it on the scale they are. Yes, is what the. F- Fuck in some ways. Like that's and that's why I'm saying there will come a point in gaming industry where we start talking about it as the post Pokemon Go era. Like yeah. this is a this is a internet kind of technology milestone in a really weird way. Like people are getting out and technically interacting in ways never seen before mm-hmm. because of one app. You have thousands of people in certain locations playing one game. A simple mm-hmm. game, and you have people going to new areas and walking about, and you have weird social structures being popped up. Like, it, what Niantic has, I'm gonna say it, accidentally done. <laughs> I don't think Niantic thought realized it would be this big. I, I, I don't think so either. I, this is a freak accident in some ways, and power to Niantic for engineering this in some ways. I'm not sure Nintendo could even suspect this would happen. Yeah, well, Nintendo for a long time stayed away from the mobile market. Yeah, it's so they're like, well, I guess let's give it a go. And now they're like, oh shit, the mobile market fucking works. Yeah, so no, I, I, I would not be surprised at all if you start to see future like Nintendo classics released on mobile. I think we've talked on the channel once or twice, definitely on the podcast at least once. That mobile is the future for Nintendo at this point. Well, Given what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. mobile is the future. Like you'll still have. Mario's and shit like that, but they have so many just universally recognized IPs. Like Animal Crossing should be a mobile game. Yeah, there is no excuse for Animal Crossing not being a mobile game. That's not taking. It's not. That's not a hardware game. It's not even a control game. Like mm-hmm. that is a game that's improved by touch controls potentially. Yeah, but like I think more than just like the whole concept of like this whole accidental thing. That's new era. I personally think it's the new era of casual gaming. No, I think I think you're right. I like, think it's. It, 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 it's reaching them a huge market that it's like you don't have to like you have this stigma of gamers that even today still kind of exists but for a lot of it it's been chipped away that gamers are just these like basement dwelling anti social oh, totally nerds. still exists yeah and it would totally still exists but totally like, still but exists. you have gaming showing up more and more in the mainstream like for example um, League of Legends players can apply for uh, sports visas and come yeah. to the United States so you have that you have hell this weekend as of this recording you have Evo. Um, part of Evil will be streamed on, or be shown on ESPN yeah. too. So you have more and more of the gaming integrating into oh, the real world. And, and the market that never has been touched was the complete casual crowd. And this game is like the learning curve as far as casual This is probably growth. the biggest yeah. video game ever at this point. Like, it is. I, I, and we're not even in the full world yet. Like I think China hasn't rolled out. Europe hasn't for the most part. Like This is the biggest video game ever already. And it will keep growing, I'm willing to bet. Yeah, no, I'm, I would not be surprised at all. I expect there to be like one in two people play Pokemon Go on a daily basis at some point in time. If not, like, I'm not sure you'll ever get 100%, but I'm expecting, like, we will eventually have a number where it's like 50% at least, maybe even 75% of mm. the human population is playing Pokemon Go on a daily basis. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. But, and, and like I said, it's just, you know... You have this just appeal. It's 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 easy. It's simple. There's no crazy stuff, and, and it, it's, it's attractive. Yeah. So this this is like I, the new era of the casual gamer. Yeah, and I, th- I think it shows 
just how viable the casual market is. And don't get me wrong, there is some free-to-play bullshit embedded in this game at its core. Like, the, oh, yeah. The monetary system is there, and it... If you're doing gym battles like I am, it doesn't matter. But it's mm-hmm. there, and it's going to make people money. It's it's very real. Yes. So uh, I, I can't wait to see where, where this goes, because I'm looking forward to... You know, when they introduce battles and all that stuff. Yeah. That Nintendo decides to do a Nintendo World Championship and people will be battling on their phones. Yeah. That, at, like on a stage or some shit like that. And it'd be complete, it sounds completely goofy right now, but considering how much this game has blown up and how we're yeah. shocked at how big it's gotten, it would not surprise me in the least bit that if within two years, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll call it now. What is today? The 14th? It sounds right. Yeah. June, okay. If on June 15th, 2018, we have not seen a Nintendo World Championship integrate Pokemon Go in any way. I will, I don't know, think of something. Sure. No, I, I get that. I. So, thinking more short-term, like, things we actually want to sick in a year, things we want to have in the game, what is your wish list? Oh, um, easily, obviously, player battles. PvP. Yeah, I want... I, this is going to sound strange. As much as I want straight-up PvP, what I really want is the actual Pokemon fighting system. And I want, if I encounter wild Pokemon, I can fight that Pokemon okay. at least. Well, the issue with that is you'd start to step away from the casual factor that makes it so good. Because it's easy. That's the other thing. This game is easy. There's no, no complexity. I, I, I think you, you slowly roll it. I think you have the PvP, and then you add like skill battle mode or something and you slowly trade I, I don't think the tapping will hold people as long as you can't you can't do the finals you're talking about which yeah. is tapping okay well fair enough yeah, but, I mean I could see it happening the combat but... has to evolve for the game to sustain itself well just like Pokemon it has to evolve right no and I, and I think it will I'm I'm just ignoring all your jokes <laughs> No, I, I think it's. I really want a combat system. This is gonna sound really strange. I want to be able to manage my account from my computer. Like the process of jettisoning extra Pokemon is slow and battery consuming on your phone. Mm. I'd like to be able to pop over my open my computer at lunch or something and be like, "Hey, I'm ditching the 500 Pidgeys I got last night," or handle my monetary transactions via that, or like, "Hey, here's an area like, oh, there's um, I was scouting this area like." I want more user end stuff. I want to be like, oh, you've explored these areas. Here's where you caught the most Pokemon. I want more kind of stat, stat, stat stuff, stuff. Okay. I can look at in some weird way. I can just flesh out my player experience. And this is going to sound real dumb. I want character customization. Yeah, the character customization. But, that, I mean, that yeah. Sh- that should be an easy implementation, though. The, yeah, that, that one's actually pretty easy. I'm surprised the I would pay they money have. for shit like that. Yeah, that's so would I. Shit. And so... <laughs> And, and the reality is, and maybe this is where I get kind of in the... This is my biggest wish list item. I want a PvP faction. And... Oh, uh, you want Team Rocket. I want Team Rocket. And the way I want it to work is... And this is purely because it's like... It, I love playing villains in video games. And as someone who's all about like... You know, I'm just going around wiping out gyms because I can. What I want is a team that's all like... Right now, it's about kind of friendship and magic and wandering about and helping each other out and taking over gyms where you can. I want a team that basically it's like it flat out says like, "Hey, it's like it's the have you wiped out twenty five gyms? No, you cannot join this team. Like this is the PvP team, and 
it's a you can't. A, this is purely crazy Charlie wish list. I don't want to take over gyms. I want the option where if I take over a gym in this faction, I take down that gym for like an hour or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want it to be like a no, 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 no. It's us versus everyone else playing the game. This is for you crazy hardcore people that are all into this PvP aspect of it. it maybe that's where you put the more skill-based combat where like, make it harder for me to do all that stuff so it adds more depth to the combat. I, I really want elemental stuff to be more front and center, I want to work correctly, I want to be able to build my Pokemon, Like I want to be able to train them with better moves and shit like that, mm. and maybe that's where it's like, okay, you join this team, but here's how the game changes, like, you have, it's like, you now have to fight shit, there's no longer takeovers, but, like, you get a bounty for every gym you wipe out in a day or something like that, mm. like, it's, it's crazy stuff like that where it sounds, and the correct answer to this question is, it's Team Rocket. Yeah, they bring Team Rocket in as the fourth faction, and you can pledge Team Rocket. That is the correct implementation of it. Well, see, the only issue with that is, as you start to add all this crazy, like all these crazy features, the install gets bigger, and phones have to start matching that size and all that stuff. Because people, I mean, they still make sixteen gigabyte iPhones. No, like, no that's I think a it's, thing. And maybe this is where it's like this is where it gets kind of crazy. This is the paid DLC for Pokemon Go. Like oh, you have no. Pokemon Go Prime, mm. and then you have the PvP thing or something. Like, it's... The reality is I would pay actual money for the privilege to do PvP, like, the higher-end PvP and stuff like that. The more aggressive, more traditional Pokemon. You're gonna fucking turn Nintendo into Ubisoft where you have all this DLC. It already kind of is. No, I mean, okay, the free-to-play model has existed for a while now. And so everybody knows free-to-play is free-to-play. It's a a system that's there. It's there. Like, there's no fighting it. We Amiibos. Yeah, exactly. Well... Amiibo, well, you can have a full-on experience without Amiibos. Amiibos, you're paying for extra content. It is physical DLC. It's physical DLC, but it's not, um, what is it I'm looking for? It's not necessary. It's it's like little fluff. This here sounds like a whole new extra game, and most people are going to feel like that's a a necessary thing. I guess that's the argument I'm making where it's like you keep the base level game mm. highly accessible, but then you make a... Extra like that's like no no for you people that want to play a game this thing is eight fucking gigs on your phone it is huge it costs ten bucks twenty bucks here's what it adds to the game and you can go off and be psychos on your own kind of thing like it's yeah it's well, more taking me out of the community at that point that's the it it's removing me from the casual aspect of it so I can play it exclusively my way at that point. Yeah, but they, the thing is, if you'd have those two mixes, you'd never have the both servers working together because casual players will get fucking pissed that people's taking, people are taking down their gyms and all that, so you'd never have that happen. So you'd have two different yeah. sets of servers, then you'd have a whole new game at that point. So it wouldn't work. As no, like it's... A, you know. I, and the thing is, like when you said Amiibos, Amiibos don't make or break a Pokemon experience. Um, or, or, they or, can... They can break a bunch of the Nintendo games out there. It's uh, well, like they're Smash really Brothers, badly implemented. Smash Brothers, for example, I, I don't feel like it makes or breaks it because you can still just play Smash Brothers and have fun with it. Oh, you heard about the... Um, someone started entering an Amiibo and a tournament is whooping professional um, Smash Brothers players. Oh, yeah. Like, well. it's a... Uh, that's, we're not here to fight about Amiibos. It's... I, I, Yes, I understand your comment of the implementing the Team Rocket thing I want. Like That's why it's the crazy Charlie I mean, like, it, it, I mean, it's cool. It'd be so goddamn cool. Yeah, it'd be fucking cool, but like to make it a whole separate DLC and all that stuff is getting too far Then I think there. it's you could do an implementation of it where it's not disruptive to the rest of it. Like, mm-hmm. And yeah, don't get me wrong. I'd also love to see stuff where it's like, I, like, I want to be able to tag my apartment, my home, my residency as... 
something where it's like, mm. hey, like, I want to be able to say this is my turf and I can have a friends list and they can see my turf or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. and if I, like, going back to the PvP, if I rise high enough in the PvP angle of it, I could found a gym. Like, it's the, no, no, this is a gym and you, it's like, and you can, this is the hardest gym in the game kind of thing. Like, these are, yeah. these are the crazy gyms where, like, I have a set roster of you come here and maybe the, and that's where you get into Pokemon badges or something like mm-hmm. that where it's like, the crazy PvP people can go down the path of, no, I am a barrier to some little thing that not everyone needs or probably wants, but the kind of hardcore, we want Pokemon-ass Pokemon on a phone crowd can be mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, this is cool. This is the, this is the Pokemon MMO that should have always existed. Mm-hmm. Well, look, if it makes you feel better, Charlie, until we get that added to the game, there is another game you can do all that stuff on. You can become the PvP faction and take on people. It's called The Division. You you download it, you level up on there and get items because it's all friendly with other people there. And then you can go to the neutral zone and fuck people up. Because <laughs> that'll be fun. Yeah. But, and the servers are crashing on that too, so it's great. Not as much. Not as much anymore? Oh, no. The, the Pokemon server is better or better than The Division servers. Kind oh, of. God! <laughs> Shout kind out of. to Ubisoft. But yeah, I mean, I, I I can see that definitely going. But I think at that point it starts to become a, a separate game. But I mean, you know, it could be interesting to see. I'm sure at some point you will see Team Rocket in the game. There's no way they're not going to introduce Team Rocket into Pokemon Go. Yeah, so there's absolutely no way. That's my crazy. What's your like shooting for the moon? Going as deep on the like this will never fucking happen wish list for Pokemon Go. What do you want? You know, I've never, I haven't thought that far ahead for this game. You right so what level? What level are you at? Dude, right I'm now? level nine. Yeah, so in about you're at the flipping point where you can start doing the PvP stuff, mm-hmm. and that's where the game's weird depth starts coming out. Where you're like, man, this is some okay depth. Mm-hmm. I want more of this. Like, I, I want, like, and I'll say like, the reality is, I don't think most people will ever reach level 25. I think. Mm-hmm. There'll be a... Nah, that's not... Give it a time. Everyone will reach there, but I'm not sure they'll reach it as aggressively or via the same means. Yeah, me as or the you, power where players. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's straight up fighting shit and we're power leveling. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, no. The goal is to be the strongest. No, the goal is to catch it. The goal is to be the strongest. I would say the one thing I'd like to see, and I'm sure it'll be interesting because at one point they will add it, but it won't be into the future, is a uh, state, national, and global leaderboard. That'd be cool. That goes back to my UI stuff, where yeah. I want, like, I just want more information about me as a player, like where I rank yeah. in the world of Pokemon. Yeah, no, I, I get that angle. That would be kind of cool to see, like, well, where do you rank in the United States? Oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. Where do you rank globally? Holy shit! Where do I rank in my town? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, which would be kind of cool. So, I, I that I could see, like, eh, all right, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. Like, and that goes back to my, I just want like more information in the weirdest way about. Just the little details of the game, like they don't matter. Like you're, you're, how many gyms I have knocked over compared to my neighbors doesn't matter at all. Oh yes, it does. Because I still you get want to rub to it. Know. In, yeah, but you want to rub it in their faces later. Yeah. Like, oh, Mister, only knocked down twelve gyms. What are you? Oh, you knocked down three gyms. That's cute. I did that in an hour last exactly. night. Exactly. That, like, that, uh, the numbers. You don't want the stats just because of stats. You want the stats so you can rub it in other people's faces, Charlie. And I kind of want the numbers just for the numbers. I find that stuff cool. But yes, <laughs> as someone who wants to found Team Rocket in the game, of course, and who has just fun going around wiping out gyms and then not putting stuff in it, it's like. 
fuck it, yeah, I walked out of the gym. That's the cool part for me. Yeah, I, I, I want those numbers to just be like, how am I doing against other players? And I get it. I am a very specific <laughs> breed on this stuff. Like, you're probably more like, no, I'm just having fun playing. I'm like, no, I need to be wiping shit out. Yeah, I don't think I've stepped into the level of hardcore. Although the other night, my girlfriend got home from uh, work and she's like, hey, get in the car. We're going Pokemon hunting. Yeah, no, I, my... I, there is a park near my apartment that every night, like until just stupid hours, it's it's like it's got nine or ten, at least five. It's got a ton of Pokelores in it, and it is a terrible park to be in at night. Mm. But it is it's lit up with lures until the wee hours of the morning, and it's just it's what is going on with the world mm-hmm. that this is happening? Every part of this is insane. Yeah. But I also like some of the positives that have come from this. Oh, no. it's it. I don't know if I think of it as a positive or negative thing just yet. We'll see what the ultimate fallout of all of it becomes. Like, there is an immense amount of potential for someone to do something quite evil with all the data being well, yeah. acquired right now. There's but that. I'd like, it, it, my girlfriend kind of says being too cynical on this topic, and I agree to a certain extent. It, it's as a global force for just kind of general happiness. Mm-hmm. This shit's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, like, I I was reading, was it today, I was reading an article about, like, or somebody posted about how they have a kid who's autistic and he's very, like, to himself, but he was out socializing yeah, and talking no, to other people playing Pokemon Go because they have this common interest. And I think stuff like that is, like, I mean, you, you have the potential for really bad things. Like, you hear about the kid who got stabbed and all that stuff, and then that really... The guy me. whose house is a gym, so he has just strangers walking up to it at, like, four in the morning yeah, and shit like that. Yeah, that stuff yeah. is weird. But when you hear stories like that... No, it, it, it is... The potential for good for this game is unmatched in anything video games ever. Like we, we both do yeah. Extra Life. Like, yeah. and we do that because we like thinking of video games as not just a game where I can run around wiping out Pokemon gyms, but as a potential force for good. If it, not mm-hmm. maybe games directly, but some aspect of it. Yeah. Pokemon Go has the potential to be a... And I can't believe I'm saying something this hippy dippy bullshitty, but like it is a unifying force potentially. Like mm-hmm. it is bringing people together in ways social media has never pulled off. Like people are out there talking, they're around each other, and mm-hmm. it's because of a fucking phone game. <laughs> uh, like, I said it twice today on the show, and I'll say it again. Hashtag Pokemon Go is life. I almost think like Niantic deserves a Nobel Peace Prize or some bullshit potentially for this. Like, they deserve some global recognition for like, holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll see where it goes. We'll but- see what happens. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like everything, it has great potential. We'll see what happens. Like, if they could do something nice with it, that'd be great. But like, this is just. It, it's bad. It, it's fucking crazy and just amazing at the same time like yeah it is absolutely amazing to be living in an era when this has happened like, what this, a time to be alive people have lived and died without something this globally changing unifying whatever the right word is mm-hmm. having happened yeah no, i agree any last words you want to say on this one uh go team instinct Yeah, you you yellow-bellied bastards will fall under the mic that is Team Valor.
Yeah, all right, whatever. From the ashes we rise again and again Instinct and again. Instinct or extinct. You know, lightning only strikes one place once. Yeah, but it's really powerful when it does. Fire consumes all. Even yourself. So I look and forward to you guys falling. <laughs> so I look forward to you guys collapsing from the inside. Have yeah. you heard like all like have you heard all the sayings by the way that people No, have? give me a rundown of this okay. bullshit. Okay. So okay. So you have like, you know, Team Valor and they do their thing, like, you know, was it uh I forget what they said, like fire or whatever, ignites. Obviously in- Team Instinct has instinct or extinct. And then Team Mystic has the, the, the Game of Thrones angle where they're like, the bird in the north. So they're doing this. Fuck Team Mystic. <laughs> if you Team Instinct, I get it, it's Zapdos. Team Valor, we have the coolest looking leader and the Team, best I'm color. I'm sorry. Hold on. Team Instinct has Battery Jesus. Yeah, you have Zapdos. Exactly. Battery well, Jesus. I'm saying you have the best legendary bird. You're goddamn right. We have the hottest leader in theory and the best color. Team Mystic has nothing going for it. Oh, you got Articuno? A bird that's weak against fire? Congratulations. The bird in the north. That's what they say. Yeah. I mean, the one you get to fight like to fight with the fucking dragon guy because ice beam over and over is the only way to get past that. Oh wait, other shit can do that and better. Yep. So I think I think I think at the end of the day we both agree. Fuck team mystic. Fuck right? team mystic. Yeah, that's 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 the, that's what you should be taking away from this. Really, I like that. If anything, you take away from something Wicked Studios is <laughs> team mystic people are the goddamn worst. Damn right. Cue the music. 